You know who's further left than crazy Bernie? Kamala. 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 You remember she left the race. Sort of interesting that they picked her. Because in theory, they should be able to win California. I don't know. Maybe we'll make a play for that one, too. If you saw those, uh, those, come on, those (laughs) boat rallies, San Diego, L.A., all over the place, yeah, you might think there's a chance. There's not, but you might think it. Coming up, Jack, the Pope says this is even more awful than COVID-19. Stay with us. Uh, Is it that crazy uh, gonorrhea? No. The super gonorrhea you've been talking about for a while? not super gonorrhea. Is it eczema? But no. Are there... What? Are there worse murder hornets? It's No, <laughs> it's not a disease nor an insect. Here's a hint. You have it at your place of work. Worse than the vid, according to the communist pope. Stay with us. Apathy? Middle management? <laughs> <laughs> I have no comment, Sean. And I'd ask you to measure your words in the future. I just saw breaking news that we're pulling 2,200 troops out of Iraq. That is correct, sir. Couldn't have told you we had 2,200 troops in Iraq, which is part of Trump's argument that nobody even knows this stuff is going on and what are we doing. Yeah, we have, I think it's something around 3,500 at this point. They are quick reactionary forces. If ISIS uh, raises its ugly head in the region, we will smite it immediately is the idea. So we're going to leave about that many, probably. I found out yesterday that I have a horrifying mold situation at my home. Oh. In my bathroom. Oh, that can be. That I'm going to be dealing with. Really complicated. And- it's already really complicated. I think I've had five or six different people come to my house. Started with a plumber. Then it went to a remodeler. Then it was a, you need to call your insurance agent. Then oh, I yeah. called the insurance. And then, then they got some sort of expert out. And they said, this is bigger than us. Then it was a mold remediator company. They're out there yesterday. So, And each one of these, of course, is a, you need to call this person. So you get the phone number. So you call them. And then they call you back the next day. And then you set up an appointment. Oh, and right. you wait several days. And then they come. And then they tell you, you need to see this person. So you get a number. And you call. So this has been going on for weeks that our that our bathroom's been closed off. And we're a two-bathroom house. Uh-oh. So we're down to one. Uh-oh. And it uh, looks like you we're going to rent a porta john it, it looks like we're going to be down to zero soon because it probably went through. The bathrooms are back-to-back. Um, no wall. You just sit there. Hey, how you doing? Um, <laughs> it's an interesting design. Is that a trend in the eighties or something? Some feng shui thing. But anyway, Oof. we're gonna be a, we're gonna be a no bathroom household soon. So wow, we're gonna be porta potty people. Uh, I think math does not work. Oh man. That anyway, unpleasant memory over the weekend is down by the uh, the marina in San Diego. Some fella had seen fit to just let her go right there on the sidewalk. Oh, oh. yeah. No. <laughs> That's not the way we do it in first world countries. No, no, it's not. It was very gross. Anyway, sorry I brought it up, folks. Yeah, me too. I, I don't know. I was, I, I was I just sick no of <laughs> Oh, boy. I was just eating my soft-serve chocolate ice cream, oh, and you dropped shit. that story on me. <laughs> oh, Im, can, can we get to the news of the day, please? Do I please? need to be the adult right now? Is that what's Apparently, going on? Apparently. Somebody Somebody should. ought to be. <laughs> Somebody should step in. Oh, so, hey, just out of curiosity, because uh, the, the mold thing can cause health problems. Absolutely. Yeah. Is, is there Has there been any evidence of anything it's that could be mold? Pretty interesting. So the new doctor that we had gone to in Orange County for my son, one of the first questions she asked was, do you have mold in your house? And this was, 
like a month ago or something Oof. before we started any of this. And we said, not that we're aware of. I mean, oh. it was just coincidentally at the same time we got a leak in our toilet. Plumber comes out and says, yeah, there's a problem. Pulls a toilet, says, oh, it's leaking underneath there. It's leaked clear under the house. You know, and, and so we've just recently found out we got the big mold problem, knowing that that could be. And Henry's been sleeping in that room where the bathroom is, where all the mold is, using that bathroom for years. Your child sleeps in the bathroom? Well, he sleeps in the bed right next to the oh, bathroom. Oh, I see. That's the yeah. bathroom he uses, and because of his condition, he pees like every five minutes. So, yeah. but he, oh, anyway, my gosh. It absolutely could be huge related. It could be the whole thing. Oh. The problems with my son, the fact that he's not been to school and he's eight years old and all that sort of stuff. All could be this mold situation, depending on how long it's been around. Yeah. That'd be wild to find well, that's out. That's troubling. Both be troubling and perhaps good news. Oh, it'd be incredible news if it could turn things around. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'll figure this all out. But yeah, wow, okay. Good thing you got homeowners insurance. Oh, Wolf. Yeah, we had a a tiny little plastic line had a tiny little leak for a while, and I just happened to be in my socks when I walked into this closet downstairs. Um, it was a kind of main floor upstairs on a hillside situation. Um. And I, I walked into this closet to get something. My feet got wet. I was like, what the heck? And so I looked. There's no visible mold anywhere or whatever. That was a many thousands of dollars. Curtains, ventilation system, certified mold technician, state certified situation. Can't imagine what yours is. Uh, this is going to be a uh, remodel two bathrooms at least thing, it looks like. Mm. Perhaps like te- tearing out the full undercarriage of the house on that side. It's going to be an enormous project. All of it has to be because it's California and they're extra special, careful, right? Beyond what is even necessary, uh, all kinds of like, you know, covered up in a giant tent and people in hazmat suits and all these crazy different things. Yeah, yeah. You might have to dynamite your house just obliterate it. Just boy, I'm happy to do that for you. By the way, I watched a YouTube video. I think I, I can gotta... I come over if you do that. <laughs> yes, That'd be cool to see. Yeah. And she's gone. Well, let's build a new one. <laughs> exactly. Might get my stuff out first. I thought this was interesting. This gets to the whole, how do you have any idea what's going on in the world? How do you have any idea what's real and what's not? I saw these back-to-back stories on our Twitter feed. One from Reason, which I respect. Um, that's the Libertarian Magazine website. And also The Hill, which is left-leaning, but is generally respected. So The Hill has as their headline... The Sturgis Motorcycle Rally was a super-spreading event that cost public health $2.12 billion, according to new analysis. Great, Scott. Right above it on the tweet is Reason Magazine, with their headline, and this is just a coincidence, I think. The Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, um, according to public health officials, only 260 cases have been linked to the event. <laughs> Well, I doubt 260 cases cost $12.2 billion, so they're obviously using completely different numbers. Well, there's a presumption that those 212 cases have spread it to, you know, 13 each, probably. They're they're using some sort of projection model, no doubt, and then, you know, extrapolating the cost from there. Probably not very. Coming up, the problem of false positives on that topic. And in moments, the Pope says this is worse than COVID-19. And you have it at your office. And we need to get to Mayor Weasel's approval rating as he heads into election against an Antifa candidate in Portland. This could be our first Antifa mayor in the country. Mayor Ted Weasel of Portland. 
about as popular as he ought to be. There's a hint uh, and much more. But, yeah, the the Pope thing. You don't want to miss this. You don't want to be on the wrong side of the Pope. He can send you directly to hell. He has that power. <laughs> what? It's right there in the bylaws. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Said it before, and I'll say it again. These gender reveals have gone too far. 10,000 acres have burned. And it's not even the first time this kind of thing has happened. I mean, at this point, gender reveal party is now one of the most dangerous terrorist organizations. It's ISIS, Al-Qaeda, Taylor Swift fans, and gender reveal party. <laughs> Oh, jeez. That was odd. Please uh, do not use gendered language to to address gender, everyone. Gender reveal party. So Kamala Harris is getting some blowback for telling Jacob Blake she is proud of him. Uh, we'll talk yeah. about that coming up in a little He's bit. He's a fine alleged rapist. So there's a, well, there's a, there are several quickie political books out. You may have heard, including the White House stenographer who says Joe Biden's losing his mind. Oh, really? Stay tuned for that. I, I, what? There's a White House stenographer? But, Apparently. Was was he a stenographer under Obama? Did he yes. type up his own book? What? <laughs> uh, so, uh, stay Ghost tuned. Ghost-written. The Pope has yes. said gossip is a plague more awful than COVID-19. Hmm. Yeah, I, I get it. Gossip's yeah. pretty bad. Yes, it's something I am. T- I am. Uh, boy, if I have a weakness for sin, it's gossip. That, Terrible, and I'm I'm not proud of it at all. I'm under no condition. Or I'm not worried at all of like. But I like COVID nineteen. But there's gossip around. I'm like, ooh, uh, let, let me get some of that gossip. My, right. my New Year's resolution one year was to stop saying bad things about people I like because <laughs> I just. That's what gossip often is. Yes. I shouldn't do it about people I don't like. Right, but, it's a sin. Well, remember, Sean, that the, the the movie manifestation of the devil. Oh, man, did I get stuck on a suspense movie the other day. I got home, and I just flipped on the TV. I was going to have a little snack, and uh, and I got hooked into this movie where these people get stuck on an elevator, and one of them is Satan. Ooh. Yeah, and you can't figure out who it is. Shapeshifter, don't you know? Bridgefork. <laughs> Jeez. Pointy hard... tail. Exactly. Uh, but, moving feet. But anyway, uh, that putting aside that movie manifestation of t- Satan, remember from the Bible, Satan is the tempter. Mm. He tempts you to sin. And there you go, Sean. You, nobody's tempted to get the vid. What's the sick pleasure that I get out of it? It makes me feel better about myself? Is that it? Because it's, it's um, not healthy, whatever it is. I Actually, I read a fair amount about this several years ago. I'll see if my, my mind can access the file. Uh, it has to do with you are building a coalition in that moment. Mm. It's like a tribal impulse to it. Yeah, exactly. You're you're sharing something. You're conspiring with other people, and it's it's again a tribal impulse. I'm going to tell everyone about how shitty you are. That's roughly, well, it. see, that's confrontation. That's our tribal elder right there. That's a different. Yeah, that she is our queen. I've never gotten tired of those clips. <laughs> but what what to do, Jack? If someone is uh, is gossiping. You need to correct them. And, Pull their uh, tongue out by the roots. The, the, Pope Francis said, indeed, uh, in uh, uh, Jesus spoke about fraternal cl- uh, correction, rather, 
And the idea is, yeah, if you catch somebody uh, gossiping, you punch him right in the face, according to the Pope. Sounds a little anti-gossip. Uh, no, he says uh, you are to discreetly admonish that person, not to judge him, but to help him realize what he has done. And then tell other people about what you did to that guy. <laughs> hey, you know who's a huge gossip? <laughs> I mean, he's constantly bad-mouthing people. Uh, he's but- not trying to stop gossip like, hey, did you hear that priest over there is touching young boys? And I say that with complete seriousness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this Pope is allegedly doing better than the other ones. It could be argued he had to. Uh, afterwards, if the person has not repented, you're supposed to seek out the help of brothers and sisters. That's when you got to gossip about the gossipers. Mm. And then tell the church. You know who gossips all the time? Joe. <laughs> the worst gossiper I've ever... Here he comes. And then, uh, last-ditch measure, um, punch him in the face. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Mr. Pope. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, in this case, says the person should be treated as you would a Gentile or a tax collector. <laughs> okay. Uh, a tax collector? Essentially shove them aside. You mean don't answer the door? Um, Pretend they're at the wrong house? That's the way I treat a tax collector. The Pope pointed out that Jesus welcomed Gentiles and tax collectors. And was, was, I don't even get that part. Oh, well, that's all right. I'm fine with Gentiles. I happen to be one. <laughs> Matthew, Levi the tax collector. That's who he was. That's what he did for a living. Uh, is that right? Yes. And then, But then he got a new gig or what? He quit? He retired? He retired they, at 50 with a full pension? Why'd they all get new names? I don't know what that's all, all about. I don't know. Huh. Um... Like Elton John, he didn't want to be Reginald Dwight. I don't know. Uh, was the Elton stage John's name? not his real name? No. Wow. I know, it's mind-blowing, isn't it's it? awesome learning stuff. He's named after two of his favorite uh, musicians. Named himself. There's a musician I like named Billy Strings. I should have known that wasn't his real name, but I read the other day that that wasn't his real name, and for some reason I was devastated by that. Pretty cool, good fake name. Yeah, it's decent. Um, I've always wanted to take a, a, a name after like a state or a city. Joe Montana. Whoops, that one's already taken. (laughs) The NASDAQ fell again yesterday as tech stocks continued to slide. A couple of days of that with Tesla having its worst day in six months. Oh, what did it lose? Two, three percent? So, uh, actually, it lost 20 percent, I believe. Yeah, it got me, uh, uh, putting on my shopping shoes. Maybe I'm, I'm I'm keeping an eye on this. You realize these cars are electric, somebody said, and then (laughs) you just went through the. One of my one of my friend's kids calls electric cars thunder cars, and I'm going to start doing that. Thunder cars? Yeah. How so? Why? Because hey, he's a kid, and he, uh, lightning and thunder doesn't really get grasp it. I, I just oh, think that's I a see. much cooler branding for it. I'm going to call yeah. them thunder cars. Uh, looks like the uh, markets are up today. Damn so, so much for that. Um, so much for your, you're trying to terrify people. Mitch McConnell announced that the Senate will vote on the GOP's proposed coronavirus relief package, Democrats have said they consider the bill inadequate and will not support its passage. So they're going to vote on it and get everybody on the record. That's, we'll see how that turns out. I heard uh, Satan's minion Charles Schumer on a news show this morning. Satan's talking about, minion. Well, he clearly is uh, in league with the Dark Lord. One look at him, you can tell. Um, but he was saying, the, the newscaster, and this was on a liberal channel, was trying to say, look, aren't you better off getting something? And then uh, argue about the rest of it later. And he said, oh, no, no, absolutely not. We need to pressure the Republicans. Look what happened last time they came around. So we haven't been following the story in Belarus that closely? I have personally. 
the haven't talked um, about it much. The opposition leader in an election over there uh, was bundled into a van by masked men caught on video in Minsk the other day. That's straight out of, you know, a mafia movie or Ozark or something like that. Well, she's a nimble little Minsk. Masked men just show up and get her into a van and off she goes. And then there's video of her apparently at the border where she, it appears, threw herself from the car before they got her out of the country. And then yes. I'm not exactly sure what happened after they that. They tried to deport her to Ukraine. She refused to leave. Man, that's so I don't some know hard if she's bowl. in custody. Now, yeah. is that, a, is that a, a Putin thing? Is that Putin's goons? Uh, essentially, yeah. Yeah, the, the guy who runs Belarus is backed by Wait, Putin. Don't drink your tea unless you prepared it yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's ugly. And there are people Stay in the street. Stay on the first floor of every building. There are people on the street protesting for freedom and getting dragged off into secret prisons, beaten, uh, tortured, whatever. Uh, some have not been found, being detained indefinitely. Meanwhile, on the streets of America, you have people smashing stuff and burning stuff against freedom, and they're at almost no risk of anything, including arrest. Right. It's quite a contrast. Right. Uh, I mean, I don't want people tracked off and beaten or anything, but... Well, people have had it in Portland, it would seem, at least with the current mayor, Mayor Weasel, as his uh, popularity has dropped like a stone. Oh, yeah, and speaking of lefty publications, a notable one in that area is saying, look, the violence has to stop. That's all on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In Portland, police tactics appear to be shifting. Cops arrested 59 protesters on Saturday, a night that saw one man accidentally set himself on fire. It's the most arrest since the protest began more than three months ago. At the state capitol in Salem, a pro-President Trump rally turned violent when some battled with counter-demonstrators. Police arrested two men on assault charges. It followed an editorial in the Oregonian calling for an end to the nightly BLM protests. The paper writing that it's taken weeks for state and city leaders to issue unified statements condemning violence at these protests betrays an appalling lack of courage. It is an appalling lack of courage, or has been. They apparently have changed their stripes in Portland because they could have had that many arrests 20 days ago, or 40 days ago, or 60 days ago, or 90 days ago. There have been much worse nights than there were the other night, but they finally decided to start cracking down. Why? Because people... Um, have turned on Ted Wheeler, the mayor of Portland, and he's finally decided, well, if I'm going to stay in office, I better do something. He's viewed negatively by 63% of the city's voters, <laughs> according to the latest poll. That's rough. Only 20 That makes Donald Trump look like John F. Kennedy. Only 26% of voters viewed the mayor favorably in the most recent poll. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean... He's he's a complete weasel, hence his nickname, Ted Weasel. But he's not truly with the Antifa types either. They don't like him because he knows they're evil, violent, and hypocritical. So I, I dug into this Oregonian uh, editorial. I was interested to hear what they said, read what they said. They uh, outlined the killing of the uh, the gent who was with um, uh, Patriot Prayer. Uh, rising tensions, there could be even more of that. 
this is not the culture of peaceful, peaceful protest that Portland knows. Such violence is not what the Black Lives Matter demonstrations of the past 100 plus days are about. Well, except that there is violence every single day and they try to set fire to occupied buildings and shine lasers in cops' eyes and hurl bricks at them and the rest of it. So you at the Oregonian are really, really bending over backward to kiss the ass of the violent in the streets, uh, which I don't appreciate. But then they do say some stuff that's pretty reasonable. If protest organizers and attendees truly care about the success of the racial justice movement, they should suspend nightly protests and help put an end to the violence. We don't make this call lightly. Uh, we're, we're into peaceful protest, blah, 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 George Floyd. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to f- find the appalling lack of courage part, which is really about of an, uh, a bit of an about face as they uh, were pretending that the violent demonstrations uh, weren't violent. but uh, So at least they they have, have turned enough to say, look, we got to stop the violence. Their readers responded angrily, Jack. So the Oregonian, which is out of its mind, is too far right for a lot of the readers. Here's one editorial from one Sarah West of Portland. I was dismayed to read your article. In this overheated moment, stand down on nightly protests. The piece echoes decades, if not centuries, of comfortable middle-class people discouraging black and brown people from complaining. It also paints protesters as equally responsible for the nightly violence overwhelmingly committed by the Portland Police Bureau. Wow. Holy crap. How do you reason with somebody like that? I don't know. The protesters want peace. That is exactly what they've been calling for since May. Peace from law enforcement overreach and brutality. It's actually a time-honored technique where you, you attack, you attack, you attack. You perpetrate the violence and then say, all we want is peace. We just want an end to the violence. And the only thing we ask is that you capitulate completely. And then, we'll, then the violence will end. Please, we want an end to the violence. Going on. The editorial shows your privilege. You call for an end to the violence? How nice it must be to have had lives without real violence. Perhaps you forget that what led to these protests is violence. Violence committed by law enforcement against black people. If you're tired of the tear gas, tired of a few smashed windows, tired of a couple of dumpster fires, try experiencing generations of trauma at the hands of law enforcement and government. I guarantee you Sarah West of Portland is an upscale uh, white woman with a degree in uh, grievance studies. Ah. There is a counterculture in this country. It is violent. It is is so far left, you can't even see them from where you are. And they are uh, on the march. The problem is not the protesters. The police are the problem. Right, Sarah West of Portland. Um, Coming up, we'll get to the two beers and a puppy test, which has become very, very popular. Um. The two beers, I could pass that test. The two beers and a puppy test. Oh, man, yeah. man blows up his own kitchen trying to kill fly. We have some more Donald Trump from his rally. It was a Trump-style rally with a crowd and him being uh, saucy and all that sort of stuff. Oh, my. I hope he didn't say anything disparaging about the Democratic ticket. We should play the, the, the Biden clip. Um, Let's play it in seconds. Yeah. After a quick note from our friends at Simply Safe, proud sponsor of the Armstrong and Getty Show, standing behind us. 
It's a no-brainer, really. Simply Safe has everything you need to protect your home with none of the drawbacks of the traditional security system. Has an arsenal of sensors and cameras to blanket every room in your home, every window and d- door, according to your needs. And for our listeners only, free HD camera. We'll tell you about that in a second. Can't say this enough. The best overall home security of 2020. According to U.S. News and World Report, no matter how much you spend. But this one's not going to cost you that much. Around $15 a month, you don't have the long contract. It's not too complicated to use. It's simply safe. Now, the installation, like most systems, is $350, and it takes six hours. No, there is no cost for installation. You do it yourself, and it's effortless. Head to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Get that free HD camera. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong, so they know we sent you. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Now, I don't actually know... How bad a shape Joe Biden is, uh, elder brain-wise? Well, according to the White House, what is it? Stenographer? Stenographer. Couldn't remember the word. He's lost a step in the last four years. Complete difference from what he was in 2017, according to this guy who's got a quickie political book out. I don't, like I said, I don't actually know. He, I watched the debates. He clearly had times where he was, you know, he showed, showed his age, but he had plenty of times where he was, he was pretty sharp. And he's had moments in the last couple of weeks where he clearly had his act together. He's also being handled in, in such a way to, to really, I mean, it's like the way they protect Tom Brady and, and, and when he was with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever touched him. Right. I mean, you know. He was good. He's going to win you the game. Well, that's right. He's not with the Patriots anymore. Don't let don't 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 let anybody touch him at all. And they're really doing that with Biden. He finally did a press conference. the 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 media threw him the softest of softballs. I mean, just man, you compare that to the way they grill Trump on everything he's ever said, and Biden just it was just absolutely amazing. And then he's had a number of events where it then leaked out that the people in the crowd asking the questions were given the cards, which is you know popular in political events. You make it seem like it's a town hall where people are bringing the tough questions and everybody's just... And the candidate's quick on his feet. He's got a grasp of the issues. And it would appear that perhaps in this particular setting, this is cut uh, 50 I'm talking about, uh, Sean, in this particular setting, somebody had one of those prepared questions. It's supposed to be a you know an open-ended town hall, and he is supposed to, off the top of his head, be answering it. But it sounds like perhaps, and certainly looking at his eyes, it looked like he was looking for the answer to the prepared question on a teleprompter. And I would like to know, what will your administration do to help them give them that chance? Thank you. Move it up here. You know, there used to be a basic bargain in this country. Oh, boy. So it looked like he was staring at the teleprompter, you know, waiting for the question that was uh, pre-approved, and he's got the next answer in front of him. It sounded like a scripted question. Yeah, and then he said, move it on up. Okay, then he finds his place, and then he starts uh, to the prepared answer. Move it up here. If that is what happened there, um, it'll be interesting to see what the debate's like coming up in a little under three weeks. I'm telling you, he, if he's having a bad day, it's going to be awful. I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. It'll also be interesting to see now that he's out and about and doing lots of events, how he holds up, because, uh, you know... Uh, Traditionally, Labor Day kicks off the presidential race. You get into the, you know, the real, uh, the real meat of just running around the country and working your ass off no matter who you are. He took the day off for whatever reason after mm-hmm. a couple of events. They didn't do anything yesterday. Um, I don't know. 
So this, I don't take quickie political books seriously. I mean, they're worth a glance. Maybe and there's yeah. something interesting. And you shouldn't. Uh, but this guy who who worked and traveled with Joe Biden on a daily basis in the Obama, Obama White House from 2011 to 2017, he was the White House stenographer for 15 years, nonpartisan position. He said he's lost a step. He doesn't have the same mental acuity as he did four years ago. He said he was all, he was always the off the cuff, uh, off veered off script, ad lib, going back and forth guy. Sure, and he just doesn't do that anymore. Um, he'd make a big joke. Uh, if he lost his train of thought or whatever, he'd make a big joke out of it. Go straight from the hip. Notice he's not doing it that anymore. He read that Democratic National Committee speech verbatim. It's not Joe Biden anymore. Hmm. Well, we'll see. We will see. We have not been able to see thus far, as you pointed out. They protected him like Tom Brady, the famous Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Yep. They don't think the Patriots will make the playoffs. That's the early predictions without him. Um, speaking of losing a step or not losing a step, how old's LeBron now? Because I'm just watching a highlight up on the TV from the Lakers-Houston game last night, and he just had a, a run-down-the-court dunk like he was 25. He is 35. Wow. Wow. Of course, he works out like a madman. Set and he's the record a fr- freak for of nature. most playoff wins in NBA history last night. He is first in playoff wins. He is first in playoff points. He is first in playoff field goals, second in three-pointer, and it's just, it's it's incredible. Some what? of that is a little misleading in that, you know, they've expanded the number of rounds and the number of games per so rounds and sort of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, back in the day, if, uh, if the Boston Celtics had played four rounds of seven games each, nobody would be able to touch. Um, a variety of Celtics, sure. for instance, right? Yeah. But uh, but without a doubt, he's he's played in a lot. Um, I got a uh, so on the presidential election, and I don't want to wear you out on that. I tweeted out something yesterday that I thought was kind of an interesting uh, thought experiment for those of you who lean right but can't stand Trump. Um, if you lean right but you you don't like Trump, how do you justify not voting for him? A little more on that. Uh, coming up, probably ought to get to man blows up his own kitchen trying to kill fly, just as a cautionary tale. Did you see that guy who set himself a self on fire in Portland? How would he do that? Was he trying to? He's throwing Molotov cocktails. Caught in his shorts or there, something. And, and uh, Seattle, they're throwing Molotov cocktails at cops, trying to set cops on fire. And the idiots in the Oregon Live saying it's the cops that are violent. Right. People are idiots. You're an idiot. They're not though. They have eyes and brains. They can see what's happening. They're stating the opposite of what's happening. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I just, that's, that's so scary to me. The fact that ideal, ideology can make you delusional. It can twist your perception of reality and or twist your emotions so that you cannot confront reality. Right. That is an aspect of human. There are no chimps that are so ideological they won't eat bananas. I mean, there are no beasts, there are no lions that just continually try to eat crocodiles because they have an ideology that's convinced them that they ought to. It's Only humans are that screwed up. I need to get to the story of painting eyes on the butts of animals will save the animals and the lions. Uh, this is from science. I follow the science. I've got to get my headphones fixed. This- I, uh, what I just heard can't, can't possibly be what you I just I follow said. the science. Painting eyes on the butts of animals will save... <laughs> Those animals and the lion. Well, plus it's an enjoyable hobby. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. But if sleepy Joe Biden takes power, the economy will collapse. He won't even know the difference. How's the economy? Not good, sir. We're in a depression. Oh, we are? What's that? Oh, boy. Come on. Um, <laughs> the comedy stylings. Oh, boy. So I, I do I do have a question for the Never Trumper crowd on the right, but maybe we'll put that off till next hour. Hopefully you get next hour uh, so we can take a little break from politics here. I do need to pay off the idea of um, painting li- uh, eyes, painting eyes on, on uh, cow's butts. To the ash chief history. <laughs> Thank you, Senator. Uh, this is a real thing. Uh, go ahead. It's 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 actually real. It's funny, and I was telling my kids about it, and they were laughing. But it's completely one hundred percent real. So there are parts of there's the world, nothing funny about painting eyes on cows' hind ends. Various places where you you know you have herds of cattle and everything like that, and and lions or other predators are actually a problem. You know, uh, Africa, um, the Cleveland area, hmm. wherever you might have lions roaring around. Detroit, obviously. Uh, <laughs> um, they discovered that because a lot of animals they have naturally they have eyes on them. Um, their spots look like eyes or whatever. And oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like butterfly wings kind of mimic that exactly. to a certain extent. Yeah. So yeah. they're painting eyes on the butts of lions, and so the lions see a giant beast over there and leave them alone. Oh, and oh they're painting the eyes on the cows. On the, on the butts of cows, okay. yes. All right. They're painting, painting eyes on the butts of cows, and so the lions see them over there and see a giant beast staring back at them and leave them alone. Right. And not only saves the cows, but now they're not having to shoot the lions, because what happens is the lions come in, they're attacking the cattle, so then they got to find these lions are doing that, and they get killed. So it's going to save both animals. Oh, wow. And it's, it's huh. already happening and working, and this is being reported by Sirius the lion just needs a little confidence. You can take on a cow, even if it's looking right at you. Even lion. a two-headed cow. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you don't need to sneak up on a cow. It's yeah. pretty fascinating. I was. I had a feature all ready to go. We never got to it. The state of Cal Unicornia, in all its self-important idiocy, passed this law against uh, any sort of trophy animals being brought into the state. You go to Africa on some sort of trophy hunt, you kill yourself or whatever, you can't bring the pelt back or whatever into California. And all of the African nations said, no, no, don't pass that. Hunters come over here. They pay an enormous amount of money to take like one beast. That's how we finance all of our conservation programs. So we got lots more of those beasts. Please don't pass that law. This literally the, the environmental groups in these African countries said this. And the legislature of Cal Unicornia said, uh, no, we know better than you stupid people. We are making this illegal. It's just unbelievable. The paternalism of the left, it's probably why I'm a conservative. I just can't stand the whole, we're going to tell you how you should live. And to the extent that conservatives engage in it, I'm not with you. It also sounds like an example of feels good outweighing, sounds good, feels good outweighing, you know, rational Works. looking at it. Yeah. Oh, well said. I think you're absolutely when I right. first heard it, I thought, yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't. I don't. I. I don't understand the paying a whole bunch of money to go over to shoot some beast standing around on a field. But okay, that makes sense. Well, and their you management explained it out to me in like thirty seconds. Yeah, their management programs have really leapt forward in like the last twenty five years too, where they have. All right, look, we the, the villagers want to kill the tigers. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a refuge for the tigers. We're going to finance it this way. Please don't kill the tigers. Um. So yeah. But anyway. 
Again, I made speaking, my point. While we're speaking of beasts, and I mentioned it's this as earlier. obvious as the uh, eyes on a cow's eye. <laughs> the two beers and a puppy test. Apparently, this has gone viral a couple of different things since 2015 when this person named Ross McCammon came up with it. Uh, it's the idea of uh, if you're picking a person in your life, a friend, a co-worker, whatever, uh, would you want to have two beers with this person, and would you trust them to look after your puppy for a weekend? <laughs> if you say yes to those two things, this is someone you uh, you can trust and want around you. Huh. It's breaking it down to a very simple... Because I can think of people I, I, I like pretty much. I wouldn't trust them to watch my puppy. Mm. I've known people like that through my life. Not really now, but when I was younger. Yeah, I was going to say, at this point in my life, I, I would have to think long and hard about somebody I know who... But when I was younger, I, I knew people I was friendly with and everything. I had no way I'd let them watch my puppy for a week. <laughs> you yeah. probably shouldn't hang around that person then. Mm. Mm. Would you have two beers with them? Yeah. I just go, I rat a tat 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 Nonstop talking. Yeah, but I know you. You could knock off two beers in a big hurry. No, I got to get going. I to another go. bar to drink a different two beers. <laughs> Which one? The one you're not at. <laughs> right. Don't worry about it. Sits down next to you at an empty bar, guy. Is oh, the, the worst guy God. in the I world. I just get up and leave. I, oh, yeah. oh, me too. I no, Without hesitation, I just leave. I know what's going on here. I'm watching a ball game. I'm thinking. I'm doing whatever. You came sat down to tell me. You came to sit down to tell me some long story about your ex-wife or your boss or something. Your fantasy football team. <laughs> some mundane incident in your life. Yeah. Coming up, people double voting in Georgia and weird DARPA projects. Armstrong and Getty.